Food is fuel for your body, your mind, and definitely your sport. But let's face it, nutrition is confusing and the expectations on girls and women to be thin and have a six pack are exhausting. If you've ever been frustrated with your body, confused about nutrition, obsessed with eating healthy or guilty when you don't, underate, overate, or overtrained and overwhelmed with all the pressure, then this podcast is for you. Nutrition can be easy. You can take control of it, but it might start with letting go of control by asking for help and making a change. I'm Lindsay Elizabeth Cortez, sports dietitian and owner of Rise Up Nutrition, where I empower female athletes to overcome nutrition concerns and perform at their highest level, to stop being confused by all the mixed or harmful messages, and finally have confidence in your body as a fierce, fit, and fueled female athlete. Hi, listeners. Lindsay Elizabeth Cortez, sports dietitian and your host of the podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about collagen. Basically, just a little bit of a rundown about what it is and where we can find it in real food as well as supplemental sources. And basically, what the research is saying about it and if we really need it or not. And if we do need it in what situations, it might be beneficial. Okay, so before diving into the episode, many of you are aware that collagen is a supplement, but it actually is, it's in food, it's in whole foods. And I just want to very quickly talk about supplements in general. As a dietitian, I am whole foods based, meaning it's a food first approach. We can get all of our nutrients that we need through food and diet. However, there may be a time and a place where extra supplements are needed for just that to supplement your diet. It is not a sole source nutrition. It will not resolve problems. If you have dietary problems, a supplement won't fix it, but it might be a supplement to what you're doing with your diet to help fix said problem or concern. I personally do take some supplements and they vary across my lifespan based on what's going on. And uh, you'll learn by the end of this episode, I've been dabbling with collagen supplement a little bit myself. And with that being said, I wanted you all to know, if you listen to my New Year's episode, you know that business here is changing a little bit. But as a dietitian, I actually do have lots of discounts for a variety of supplement brands. And I typically just recommend these to my clients. As business is shifting and clients are going to look different, I just wanted all of you know to as listeners to know that if you have questions about supplements, are interested in getting feedback from a dietitian on what might help you, then I'm going to include in the show notes a link of a quick form that you can fill out to kind of explain a little bit about what's going on with you. And if I can give you a supplement recommendation in which I also have discount codes for you, then I will do that. I link up with amazing companies, including Prevnex. And I'm, I personally take their joint health. Love that supplement. My husband and I take that one. I'm a big fan of Prevnex. I do also recommend Thorn products to many of my clients. And I also use Fullscripts, which is a service that links me up as a registered dietitian practitioner with over 300 different brands of supplements. Not that I recommend all of those brands to every client, but I have them at my fingertips. So when I have a client in need, be it of omega-3s, then I can give them Nordic Naturals, which is a great brand, 
at a discount through full scripts or integrative therapeutics or We've got supplements and companies that are pharmaceutical grade. We've got supplements and companies that are third-party certified, safe for sport. So a wide variety of supplements are available at my fingertips to recommend to clients. And as a listener, I want to make sure that you know you are you have that option to reach out to me, even if not a client per se. If you fill out that form in the show notes, get in contact with me. You can also always email me, lindsay.riseupnutrition at gmail.com. And we can just start that virtual conversation about your diet and supplements. And if there's anything I would recommend, then take advantage of those discounts as opposed to, you know, you just kind of on your own being like, well, I think I I want to try this and then going and paying full price for it and not knowing if it's really the right product, a good brand or the right dose for you. So those are things that I would happily do for you, literally free of charge because your purchase would be through the supplement, which you would get a discount of, if that makes sense. I'm affiliates with so many of these companies, just putting it out there. I'm not saying that I don't make any profit. I make a small profit, but it wouldn't be off of you. It would be off of your purchase for the companies that I'm affiliated with. And I'm not brand specific. I just mentioned a few of them that I'm a fan of, but I've got over 300 different brands that I'm rotating through based on your individual specific needs. So again, link in the show notes to that quick form that'll take you five minutes to fill out. It'll get sent directly to me. You can also always email me and just know that you never have to pay full price for a supplement ever. That's what I want you to know. Okay. So if you're like, I'm interested in trying collagen, then I've got a couple of brands that I would recommend to you. And maybe based on your needs or your personal preferences that we can chat about through that form or through email, then I'll link you up with a couple different options for you and you'll get a discount. So do that. That's way too easy. All right. So link in the show notes to that form or email me and we'll get into my episode that I recorded about collagen. So I'm going to start this episode with just letting you know that for the most part, my feelings about collagen over the past few years have been that as far as a supplement goes, like collagen supplementation where there's big hype, my professional opinion has been that it's not necessary. It's not going to harm you. It's not going to hurt you. But there's a really big marketing hype out there about all the ways that collagen is just like this amazing thing that everybody should be consuming all the time and get your collagen supplements in. And I'm not sold on the research. Because I'm not sold on the research, I have not used it or implemented it into my own life. I had it maybe like a, you know, a couple times, but not on a regular basis. And I didn't feel any benefits from it. So it wasn't worth the financial investment or, or supplementing it because I just enjoyed eating whole food and whole proteins better. So that's been my stance over the last few years. Fast forward. Nothing has really changed. (laughs) That is mostly still my stance. However, I was really, really sick a couple of weeks ago, really sick. We had a GI virus go through our household, the kids and I, and there are many days in a row where I could not eat like anything. And I couldn't eat, uh, was sticking to mostly just like refined, easily digestible carbohydrates to maintain my energy, maintain my sugar. But I was very deprived of energy. I was trying to keep up with my hydration. I was dehydrated. I was just really sick. And 
I, a light bulb went off in my head because I had hardly eaten like any protein in a couple of days. A light bulb went off in my head that I said, well, this is why collagen supplements are good because they can actually mix into a variety of different beverages and have a pretty flavorless taste. And so what I ended up doing was I mixed collagen into an electrolyte beverage, Gatorade, and then I also used noon tablets with water because I needed electrolytes and hydration. And I was able to mix the collagen in there just to give my body a little extra protein because I had zero appetite for actual protein food. And so I actually found this example in my life to be really, really helpful of during a time period when I was so sick and couldn't eat and didn't have an appetite for protein that I actually was able to get some protein in through the collagen supplement. I know you could argue with me, you could have just done regular protein powder, but I couldn't because I didn't have the appetite for it. Like having chocolate flavored protein powder was the last thing I wanted. And even unflavored protein powder still has like a proteiny taste. And I was just so sick to my stomach, I couldn't do it. I was so sick. So during that experience, I was like, oh yeah, well, this was a huge benefit to collagen, not how most people intend to use collagen, but it worked for me during that time period. And, you know, there are many female athletes out there that, you know, we do get sick, our immune system gets run down. I've had a couple clients over the years, and myself included, that went through pregnancy in first trimester with being really nauseous and sick. And I'm like, oh, this is a good use for collagen. <laughs> but anyways, after that, shortly after that, my husband himself encountered some pretty severe joint issues with his knee and we had collagen. And I said, well, actually it was his joint, his ligaments and tendons within his knee got overstretched and were really hurting him. And that was an example when collagen was helpful as well. So here I was, you know, for the past few years being kind of like, eh, who cares about collagen? And then suddenly between my husband and I, we found some pretty good uses for it. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about collagen today, just as I, I had a little more like personal experience with it. But let's just first start with what is collagen. Collagen is an extracellular protein that accounts for 25 to 30% of the total protein content within the human body. Collagen is actually the most abundant protein in the body. So it is a whole complete protein. It provides structural foundation for your connective tissue, and it gives strength and structure to your skin, your digestive tract, your muscles, your bones. It's just, I mean, it's in 25 to 30% of the total protein in your body. So it's in a lot of the different structures within your body. Collagen itself is a whole protein. When you break it down to its individual amino acids, it has really high amounts of arginine and glycine. We also have the amino acids uh, proline and hydroxyproline that are really important for collagen turnover in your bones, skin, cartilage, and blood vessels. So basically, anytime you eat protein in your diet, whether it be from chicken or uh, Greek yogurt or beans, that protein breaks down in your body into singular amino acids. So if you eat beans and then you get, you know, these individual amino acids and you eat chicken, you get these individual amino acids floating through your body, your body can then take those individual amino acids and, and reform into collagen within your body. So you do not need to eat collagen in order to make collagen. You simply need to eat protein and therefore have amino acids and your body can make its own collagen. Now, if you do wish to eat collagen, 
it, first and foremost, just like collagen is in your body, it is going to be in the bodies of animal products that you might consume as well. But typically where we're going to find it in an animal product is going to be mostly in like bone or connective tissue. So yeah, we don't really eat bone, right? But this is why things like bone broth have become popular when you you know, are are truly cooking a, a turkey or chicken in a pot of broth and some of the collagen in those bones seeps into the broth and you get collagen out of it. And ultimately, when we look at what collagen supplements are, they are coming from bovine or marine or or poultry that essentially just take the collagen out of the animal structures and hydrolyze it down. When they're, these companies are doing so, they, they really uh, hydrolyze it down and into individual collagen peptides and, and form it into this nice powder that can be absorbed into your body much easier than kind of a, a whole form. We also have gelatin. It's just gelatin is is not broken down as much as the collagen peptides. The collagen peptides are like a more refined, pure form. The gelatin is a little bit more like a whole form of the collagen. And it's actually what you find in a lot of gums, candies, jello. And and a lot of that is actually just because that's how you make it. Like, it's like jello. It, it provides that structure, just like collagen provides structure in your body. It provides that structure for jello and Starburst and gummy bears and peach rings and candy corn and airheads. It's it's used as a food product. It's not because people want collagen or protein in their candy corn. It's because that's how that the, it provides the structure to the candy. So it's more like food science. But ultimately, gelatin is a form of collagen. And then collagen peptides are an even more refined, like more easily digested form of that. But both of them are great sources of, of collagen. So they have an identical amino acid profile. They're sourced from the same things. And we just take that full-length collagen molecule. We take, you know, bones, boil them down, turn it into a powder using partial hydrolysis. And then, you know, further for the collagen peptides, you further break that down to form short-chain peptides instead. The taste of both collagen peptides and gelatin is pretty flavorless. Gelatin gels up when mixed with liquid, whereas collagen peptides do not. It's a fine powder that's easily mixed into things and does not gel. So obviously, from a food perspective, what you're mixing it with and using it with, the gelatin creates things to be thicker and the collagen peptides do not. They can make anything mixed together. Now, collagen itself ultimately is just a protein source, but it does not have all of your essential amino acids. It it has a low amount of lysine. It doesn't have great branch chain amino acids. So it is, it does have amino acids. It is a protein. It helps with building collagen in your own body, but it is not a great source of all of your amino acids. So we kind of technically consider it an incomplete protein source. They're lacking tryptophan. They're low in lysine and some other branch chain amino acids as well. Now, from a research standpoint, like there's a lot of marketing out there right now to say that collagen is so so good for your joint health, to heal from injury, to help with lean body mass, to help your skin, to prevent aging, to reduce oxidative stress, good for your bones, good for your gut health. There's, there's a lot of messaging around it. But I think the question really is like, well, what data is actually out there? So 
we do have a decent amount of data to show that consuming gelatin combined with a source of vitamin C prior to physical activity can help improve collagen synthesis in ligaments or in tissues that needed repair that were basically injured. We have research to say that collagen, these studies on collagen and tendons and and ligaments basically support that it can help stiffen that tendon or ligament, which might not, I think the word stiffen might sound bad at first, but it's good. You need, you, you can't, you shouldn't have a tendon or ligament that's like overstretched or obviously if it's like you know, ripped or torn or broken to create stiffness means that its structure is coming back together. And sometimes you need more stiffness in order to create more force or more power when we're talking about sport output and the output of that joint. So collagen can help support muscle stiffness, joint and ligament stiffness, which might therefore translate into improved injury healing or improved performance outcomes by creating more force. This is also really interesting when we think about the female athlete. There was a study done in like 2021 on female soccer players because they get a lot of ACL injuries, unfortunately. And we've also seen throughout a female's menstrual cycle that increased estrogen during times of ovulation might decrease stiffness in their ligaments and tendons and might increase that injury risk during ovulation. So we actually had reviewed a study recently that looked at female athletes using collagen supplementation, and they looked at changes in the patellar tendon and kind of also tracked their menstrual cycles throughout this time as well. They had participants consume 30 grams of collagen hydrolysate supplement and others consume a placebo as well as 500 milligrams of vitamin C right after every training session. And then they, they did body weight strength, plyometric strength exercises through across a 10-week season. And we found that collagen increased patellar tendon stiffness in those people who were assigned to the collagen group. So it actually did help with patellar tendon stiffness. And again, the theory here is that with more stiffness, you might be able to create more force. But ultimately, we don't have great research on true performance outcomes of does taking this truly reduce injury rate or create more force and create better performance. We don't have that just yet, but we do know that collagen does help create more tendon stiffness and, you know, kind of putting other pieces of the puzzle together, we, we might have some use for it. But other than that, the research is still like, that, that's, that's really the strongest research out there. Other than that, nothing is really that good. There are so many blogs and products and articles and influence out there that claim that collagen can do so many things, like that it can help with your gut health or help with your bone health. And we really don't have strong research on any of this stuff. We might have some research on like, you know, a population like, you know, elderly men who have sarcopenia and aren't engaging in any strength training. And now we start taking collagen and, oh, they're getting a little stronger. Like, okay, but maybe is it also because they entered a study where they started doing some strength training? Or is it because they just added some protein to their day? Like the, the research is just really, really uncertain and not specific enough for any of these other areas other than specifically increasing stiffness to some tendons and muscles. 
you know, we actually had on this podcast a researcher who does a lot of research on collagen. His name is Keith Barr. And um, he, if we go back and listen to that episode, you'll even understand that, you know, he's a big fan of collagen in the sense that, you know, your body needs collagen and that collagen is good for your body to be healthier, for tissues to be thicker, spongier, more stiff and, and protect your joints. Like he's a big fan of collagen in your body that you do need it. But basically, even though he does research in the area, he strongly feels that the you know, supplement industry, marketing industry, and the business component of collagen is way further along than the actual science supports it as far as like supplementation with it. Your body has the capability to make its own collagen as long as you're eating enough protein and getting all of your amino acids in. So that's kind of like my big picture is like, I, I still, I do not need collagen in my diet. I do not need it in your diet or my clients, athletes, diets. However, I do want you to focus on getting enough protein and I do want you to make sure you're getting a variety of amino acids. If collagen is one way that helps you do that, that's fine. If you like to add collagen to your electrolyte drink like I did, if you like to add collagen to your coffee, if you really despise the taste of whey protein, but you can stomach collagen powder, like great. Maybe you really love bone broth and like you love cooking with it. Great. It's not, it's certainly not going to hurt you. And, and that's awesome to get more collagen and get more of those amino acids into your diet. We do want to support collagen in your body. I just really think that the, the research as far as supplementing with it is a little lacking right now still. So let's just focus on big picture of protein amino acids and your body can make enough collagen. With that being said, I will, I do want to give a shout out to Vital Proteins. That's the, the brand of collagen that I consumed when I wasn't feeling good. And I just want to say it, it worked well. It blended well into the beverage. It had a, a flavorless, odorless taste that I appreciated. And um, it was very easy to use. So those are my thoughts on collagen. Just a little bit of you know what it is, where the research is at with it. If you're a collagen fan and you absolutely love it, that's fine. It's certainly not harming you to consume it, and I'm fine if you continue to consume it, but you, if you were not sold on collagen, you've been sitting there questioning, do I need to have it, do I not? You really don't. Just focus on great quality protein sources, and your body can make all the collagen it needs. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. I really hope you enjoyed that episode, and if you did, if you are a true fan of female athlete nutrition, then I would love if you could support our podcast by spreading the word. Share a review on your listening channel. Give us five stars. It really helps get the word out and get the show more views to positively impact others. Also, you can support the podcast by joining our Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash female athlete nutrition to consider a donation or even better, join our membership where you get extra monthly content and perks. We don't want you to simply listen alone. We want you to be a part of a community and a movement of fierce, fit, and fueled female athletes. So patreon.com slash female athlete nutrition is where you can do exactly that, learn more, and join. A huge thanks to our affiliates and partners as well. Once again, Prevenix, Inside Tracker, Orgain, Practice Better, Jen and Carrie. Please go check them out and their links in the show notes where you can get deals and discounts. Last, be sure that you do more than just listen. If you need help with fueling, it's time to take action. 
head to my website to learn more. You can either book a free call with me to learn more about our coaching programs and how we can work directly with you, whether it's the fast track or otherwise. Or you can take our online self-study course, Female Athlete Nutrition. You can literally sign up and gain access right now. You can explore our downloadable products, including the Red S Recovery Guide, High Iron Fueling Guide. Or if you are a coach of a team, check out our brand new coaches toolkit for teams. You can also just learn more. We have a blog, a Red S quiz to see if Red S is affecting you. If you need help, I want you to get help fast. Too many girls and athletes struggle with nutrition, but you don't have to any longer. You can rise up with the power of nutrition, take action today in any of these avenues, and become fierce, fit, and fueled. Links in the show notes, and we'll see you next time.